once you take the energy that you put towards not feeling good about yourself and when you can make that change, then that energy can go to other places. Yeah. It can go to your kids and to your family and to service and doing good for other people out in the community. Hi, friends, and welcome to this episode of Today I Am Enough. I'm your host, Kara Murray, and together we will bravely discover truth and joy through sharing our stories. And we will also discover how we can feel and know that we are enough. All right, I'm here with Veggie Lisa, Lisa Danielson, and we've been friends for a while. We've known each other for a few years through an online program we did. Yeah. So, and then we met in person. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how long ago. A year ago, probably. Yeah. Yeah. About a year ago. Uh So, why don't you tell us about yourself? Introduce yourself. Thanks for having me. This is my first podcast. So, I'm I'm super excited excited and I'm just really impressed with you. You're so amazing. Oh, you're so nice. Um, Yes. My name is Lisa and I have a blog called Veggie Lisa and I'm basically a vegetarian health and fitness blogger. A little bit about me. A lot of people ask, like, when did you stop eating meat? And it's kind of a funny story. When I grew up in just in the South in a meat and potatoes family and I went through the Wendy's drive-thru one day when I was eight with my mom, and I ordered a cheeseburger, and that's what I used to get. And as we were driving away, I remember unwrapping my cheeseburger and taking a bite and biting on something hard. I remember taking it out of my mouth, and it was just a big piece of gristle. And I, from that moment on, I never touched meat again. It was just this total defining moment in my in my life. That would be pretty disgusting. Yeah, I mean, but it happens to people, yeah. and they still continue to eat meat. But my mom thought it was just a phase, as most moms probably do when their eight-year-old daughter decides she's <laughs> no longer eating meat. Um, but my mom is really a great cook. She, she makes some pretty amazing dishes. So uh, for a while, she kept putting meat on my plate. And I think after about a year of me just never touching the meat... She stopped putting it on my plate. Nobody really knew much about vegetarianism in my family. Everybody ate meat. So I just kind of went along my way and um, ate a lot of rice and noodles and not many vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) But um, anyway, so I was really active all through my teenage years. I was a cheerleader and then I was on the dance team in high school And um, I graduated and came to BYU when I was 18, and I got Dining Plus. Do you know what Dining (laughs) Plus is? I think so. So it's that that card that they give you that you have a meal plan on. And so basically you go through, and every time you eat, you swipe it, and they take off a certain amount for your meal. But back in the day, it accrued. So every day you got, if you didn't eat your full whatever, $15 of food, it just added up. Oh. So um, I went summer semester. I graduated, went to BYU a week later, and just felt such a sense of freedom with this Dining Plus. It was amazing. <laughs> and I would go to the student center, and I would get, you know, something at, like, Taco Bell, like a couple of bean burritos, and then on my way to class, I would get a big Jamba Juice, and then I would go buy <laughs> the pop machine, and I would get some juice, you know, things that I thought were healthy choices, but yeah. really and truly were probably the worst choices I could be making. <laughs> right. 
So I ended up in two months gaining 40 pounds. Wow. Which is a lot of weight. Your freshman um, year. My Your freshman, freshman my, my freshman two semesters. <laughs> or sorry, two months. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyways, I ended up kind of being able to lose that weight. But nutrition was always fascinating to me. But I never really understood how everything worked, especially when you're a vegetarian. Um, so anyways, I got married. I had my first baby. When I was pregnant with my first baby, I put on 80 additional pounds. And um, I just kind of went from the school of thought of I'm eating for two. When yeah. you're pregnant, you eat everything in sight. And then, and I'm not a very big person. I'm five foot four. And my normal weight's around 120, but I went into the hospital and I was over 200 pounds. So it just really was a big wake-up call for me after I had him. And the weight just didn't fall off, you know, right. like I thought it would. If only that <laughs> yeah. the case, right? I know, right? If only. So um, I spent about 18 months and I lost that weight. I think I went through Weight Watchers. Okay. And I went to meetings and learned a little bit more there about nutrition. They... They have a good program. It's a different program than I follow now. But um, anyways, then I continued to have three more kids. I gained about 40 pounds with each of them and it was able to lose it afterwards. I think that's sometimes a secret too is if you can take enough time off between each baby to try to lose the weight. It's so helpful when you're done having kids because then you don't have to. But after my last baby, so my fourth baby... It was about eight months postpartum, and I my weight hadn't budged. I had about 30 pounds that just wouldn't go anywhere. And I was really frustrated. Um, so that's when I decided to sign up with the online trainer, and that was the same program you were in. Yep. And it was um, such a big learning experience for me. I did things that were out of my comfort zone. I had to start eating protein, which was a total foreign thing for me. And learn about what the best protein sources are for being a vegetarian. And um, I had a lot of success with the program. I ended up losing the 30 pounds. And then after I completed my program, I ended up getting certification. So I became a fitness nutrition specialist and then a certified personal trainer. And I currently teach high fitness. And yeah, that's... That's about it. So now I run this funny little blog all about vegetables. You know, I'm probably, I think the one thing that makes me unique is that a lot of vegetarians don't count macros, and I do. And so I think that um, some people don't even know where to start with that. And a lot of vegetarians eat way too much bread and way too much cheese. So a lot of times they struggle with their weight. Um, When you switch, some people say, oh, it's healthier, and when I become a vegetarian, I'll lose weight. But it's definitely a harder lifestyle to uphold and to not gain weight. And to and to put on muscle is difficult with being a vegetarian as well. Yeah, and a lot of vegetarians think, oh, I'll just have lots of beans and lentils. And those, those are good sources, but they're not the best because they're really high in carbohydrates. Yeah. So they are a whole food, and I do recommend those to people. But, you know, it was life-changing for me to realize that that was not supposed to be my main protein source so what was the most enlightening thing that you learned in that time with your online trainer oh man probably that I mattered I was just busy raising babies and kids and doing everything for everyone else and the fact that I had to spend so much detail on what I decided to put into my mouth really gave me kind of a sense of self-respect 
that I had never really had before because, you know, you end up just eating everyone's leftovers or, <laughs> you know, just having, you know, some Oreos to fill you up from the pantry or whatever it is. And I, I really felt like at the end of that year I had grown so much as a person yeah. that I could trust myself enough to just kind of jump off this cliff of saying, okay, you know, I'm going to get away from what is comfortable but I wanted, that's how bad I want to change. And sometimes that's really hard to do. Change can be so hard. So, so hard. <laughs> so hard. We yeah. were just talking about this before the podcast a little bit. What was the part of it that you found the most joy in? The, probably the fact that I felt really strong. And not like really mentally, but physically. I've always been kind of a competitive person. And so I loved growing up, like, being able to um, do, like, arm wrestle. I love to arm wrestle. It's, like, one thing that people don't know about me. I love that. It's like a hidden challenge. I know. Well, I don't know that I always win, but I always, like, challenge people to arm wrestling. And so um, I just, the fact that I had, I was strong, you know, that I was able to turn my body into something that was strong and I felt like as a mom, I needed to have a strong body to be able to do all the things that I needed to do every day. And it's made my quality of life so much different than before. I mean, you think, oh, 30 pounds, like it's not that big of a deal, but it is a big deal. Yeah. Well, and when you're lifting weights and things, I noticed the same thing when we were going through the program is for me, there was one day I was in my kitchen and I just decided to get on the eye level with one of my kids and I squatted down uh-huh. and I stayed there the whole conversation and I was like, wait a second, I can't really do this. Yeah, I mean, that's it's awesome. just like little things that can yeah. be so empowering. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that I could, um, you know, lift up my kids and not get as tired, um, I just really felt. I feel like more women need to feel that, you know. Yeah. Because I think those physical changes really affect you mentally. They do. And I think, like, I mean, that's what you were saying before is, mm-hmm. you know, there's this big mental change. And I think a lot of it is when you start to just take care of yourself. Right. And put a little bit of time and effort into yourself. You start to mm-hmm. find joy yeah. in yourself. Yeah. You start to feel like you're enough. Yeah. And it's not selfish. It isn't. <laughs> It's not selfish. I just wish I could tell more women that that it's not selfish to, to care about to care about your outside. I mean, we all, you know, focus on our inside and, you know, all of those things that come into being like a good person and yeah. having strong morals. But I also think that it's okay to care about what your outside of your container looks like. Yeah. And it, it and it's not superficial. You have to be careful, of course, not to get and it, yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of people sometimes do go to the extreme, but sometimes people tell me, "Oh, the business you're in, it's just so superficial." I, I ha- with my job, I have to do a lot of photo shoots, and I go on the news, and there's a lot of times where I'm gluing on fake eyelashes, <laughs> you know, every other day. But I tell them it's not superficial because once you take the energy that you put towards not feeling good about yourself. And when you can make that change, then that energy can go to other places. Yeah. It can go to your kids and to your family and to service and doing good for other people out in the community. Um, so many women sit home and just spend that energy on negativity, yeah. you know, with themselves and feeling bad about themselves. 
But, you know, wanting to look good in a swimsuit or wanting to feel your best in your favorite jeans, that is not superficial at all. I totally agree with you. And I think, but again, I think it still goes back to mental. Mm -hmm. You can't just sit there and wallow about in self-pity. Right. You have to do something about it. And you need to change. I I believe that as we start to change our thoughts and find the good in ourselves, Mm -hmm. how we are right now. It's just going to help us yeah, to make those changes. It's going to make it easier. Absolutely. If we can see ourselves positive. Yeah. Yeah, I agree for sure. So in high school, you did mm-hmm. share and all mm-hmm. of that that you're saying. So before you started this online program, were you really active between? Kind of. I mean, I thought that I could get the body I want by running. You know, so I did a lot of running. Well, I ran a couple of half marathons. And then, you know, I did just, I was a cardio junkie. Just, I did so much cardio, but not like a lot, but I, I didn't really worry so much about working out every day or anything like that. But I just, I did just do cardio. I didn't even touch the weights. That's how I was too. Yeah. I love weights though. I know me too. And does it make you sad how many women are not in the weight room at the gym? Yeah. You're like, get off the treadmills. Come, <laughs> Come join, join me. <laughs> yeah. It is fun. Yeah. It, is, it can be really intimidating at first. Yes, it can. It took me. So with that, and I don't know how you were, if you were braver than me, but when I started lifting weights with this program, I just bought dumbbells and did it in my basement because I was too nervous to go into the weight room. It took me eight months of doing it in my basement before I actually went to the weight room. But the funny thing is, is during those eight months is when I lost a majority of the weight. Interesting. So even though yeah. I was in my basement with the dumbbells. Yeah. It just doesn't matter if it, you can have the equipment. Yeah. And if you, yeah. you have to be consistent too. But yeah, consistent. And they have to be heavy. What was one thing that was helpful for you in your weight loss journey and figuring out how to be a, a real vegetarian? <laughs> a vegetarian that was healthy maybe. That's right. Well, um, I think a lot of it just is knowledge. You know, knowledge is power. And when I started learning more about how blood sugar affects fat loss, that really was a big key for me to know that, okay, every single thing I put in my mouth um, could spike my blood sugar. And then once your blood sugar is spiked, your body stops burning fat. So I stopped snacking a lot more. I used to just, I was a nibbler, grazer. I would always just pick but never really eat good rounded meals so that was one thing that I think was super helpful is just finding out the knowledge of it's important to eat certain things at certain times of the day and to not eat you know too soon towards bedtime um and to make sure you're getting enough protein even in your snacks yeah um but still being able to enjoy a lot of the things I mean I most people would say I'm a pretty strict eater but I still spend you know one or two meals a week where I just enjoy myself and I order what I want and it makes me so happy and then the next meal or the next day I just jump right back in, onto my program and back into my life and it just makes it like doable for me when That's I can awesome. you know have that freedom mm-hmm. and it's funny cuz like you think all week long like I'm going to go hog wild I'm going to go here and then I'm going to go there and then I'm going to go there yeah. and then it comes to it and you're like oh shoot but I worked so hard all week I don't <laughs> want to just undo all of that in a couple right? hours which it it wouldn't but Um, that's just kind of how you think mentally, but, um, so yeah, I think that's, I think women need to know, especially that it's okay to eat the treats that you enjoy 
And if you can eat really good for six out of the seven days a week, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what proteins are good for vegetarians? Like what would uh, yeah. you recommend? Since so something that was hard. I have a couple protein sources that I really like. Um, it's taken me years to like eggs. <laughs> years. So did you not, when did you start eating eggs then? Probably two years ago okay. is when I started eating eggs. And I have to buy like the certain egg whites from Costco. Yeah. <laughs> those are my favorite. I saw those in your yeah. fridge. Those are good ones. Um, and then if I eat like an, a real egg, then I boil it first. Another protein source um, that I like is cottage cheese, low-fat cottage cheese, plain non-fat Greek yogurt is probably my favorite. I love Greek yogurt. And then I do a good protein powder. So just as fast and easy, it's simple. I know exactly what's in it. I know what the yeah. macronutrients are. So um, those are the four, my four main sources. I do eat edamame sometimes and tofu, but I really stink at preparing tofu. <laughs> it's hard to cook tofu. So sometimes like I will get it out and about if, uh, if I know that they do good tofu there. But most tofu that you get in restaurants is deep fried. So really? technically, it's, yeah, like if you go to P.F. Chang's, <laughs> all of that tofu is deep fried. <laughs> but there's a lot of places that know how to cook it and marinate it well. Um, but it's tough to make at home. So anyways, those are my protein sources. So what do you like to do with your Greek yogurt, for instance? Because that's one that I think, I mean, I it know. seems like maybe a lot of people have tried. Uh-huh. Right. But it's, it's hard. Yeah. So sometimes I'll do like half cottage cheese, half Greek yogurt. And then I'll put in like some stevia and cinnamon and like some almonds or some almond butter and some raspberries. And that's really good. Uh, Most of the times what I do, because I'm always in a hurry, is I just (laughs) do like half a cup of Greek yogurt. um, And then I'll do like a scoop of protein powder. And I'll just put a little water or almond milk and mix it up. And it's kind of like a protein pudding. If I eat at night, that's what I have at night just because it's full of protein. And it's like my favorite little treat. What would your main advice be to women who are who are in that place where you were after you had your youngest, or any of your kids for that matter, where, you know, it's just a struggle, like, to lose the weight and be happy? I don't know. I think there's a time and season for everyone. And so, or when your kids are little and you're taking care of them and there's nap time and diapers every five seconds and you're not sleeping... Losing weight is going to be really hard. Counting your macros, that's not even possible. That's not possible. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, I definitely don't want to put it out there like this is for everybody at every time in their life because that's not true. But what I do think is true is that women know that they deserve it, that they deserve to take care of themselves and to get as much knowledge as you can. We're so lucky with the internet now. I mean... Versus when our moms were growing up and raising kids. Yeah. If you want to know how to eat a certain way, if you want to know, um, you know, nutrition stats of what you're eating, look them up online. I mean, there's all these really great resources where you can just enter in everything um, and know exactly what's going on. But I think, too, just try not to get lost. Try not to lose yourself, you know, in the process of losing weight. I remember going to the gym and just being frustrated because I'm like, I feel like everyone here is just so in shape and thin and I have all this baby weight to lose. And it was so easy to let that take over my thought. It was so easy to let that consume me and to know, to think that I was less than because I feel like they 
had it all figured out and they had these amazing bodies yeah. and they must not have any problems in their life. Now that I'm a trainer, I know that that is not true at all. But yeah. um, at the same time, I just think you you owe it to yourself. I mean, we're only given one body yeah. in this life. And I think that we'll be held accountable for how we take care of it. I really do one day think. My goal is to live till I'm 100. That's awesome. So I, I that. that's how I eat is I want to live till I'm 100. I had a grandmother that lived to 97 and a great-grandmother that lived till 104. Wow. And I, that's, that's my goal is I want to live till – I keep telling my kids. That's why I eat so many vegetables is I want to live till I'm 100. <laughs> I love that. So do your kids eat a lot of vegetables? They, I think that they probably eat more than other people's kids. Yeah. Um, I, my, I have a teenage son that just likes to eat pizza, fast food, soda, and ice cream. Those are his four main food groups. Great. <laughs> so even when you're a nutritionist, your kids <laughs> could still, still have the choice. Um, that's one thing I've been, been with my kids is, I want them to have that power to make that choice. And if they want to be vegetarians, great. If they don't want to be vegetarians, that's fine too. So I try to limit the amount of pizza and soda. We, you know, we don't buy soda or anything like that and keep it in our house. You know, he, he definitely knows that there's better, there's good choices out there. And he doesn't really invite friends over to eat, which makes me a little bit sad. Uh, yeah, there's his, his one best friend won't even eat lettuce on a taco. He That's how much he hates vegetables. So... Um. Anyways, yeah, we have a lot of roasted broccoli and couscous <laughs> and quinoa, and uh, my kids love asparagus. That's great. We also do a lot of smoothies. Yeah. Because, you know, when That's it's easy. dinner time, sometimes you're just done. Yeah, I, I totally understand that one. So, are any of your kids vegetarians? Yeah, two of them are. Okay. And I don't know if it's a phase. Um, or if they just really won't like meat or if it's something that I've done to them, like they, <laughs> they haven't, yeah, I don't, your yeah. And example. I do like, I meal prep for my husband and he's not a vegetarian. Right. So I, I make him that. salmon and chicken and I measure out everything for the week so he can take it to lunch. Um, I don't know how it tastes. I don't know how the meat tastes. Maybe it's just I guess really if he's gross. always eating it, right? Well, yeah. He doesn't seem very excited about it, though. <laughs> but, um, yes, some of them, I think, are going to grow up to be vegetarians. And I, I part of me worries because I think, oh, what if they have to, like, live in another country one day or have to... But I think that they will have so much more knowledge that there's so many different types of eating that way, eating yeah. ways to eat. And the world is moving towards plant-based. Everything is going to plant-based because that's truly the healthiest way to eat for sure. Their favorite dinner. Yeah. You're going to die. This is funny. I bought this big Tupperware thing. I'm pretty sure they've had, Tupperware has carried this one little roundabout lazy Susan thing for probably 20 years. But it's this Tupperware thing. And in the middle, it has spot for a dip. So I always put cottage cheese in there. And then it has about six spots around where you can put different toppings. So I just get a big bowl of romaine. And then I put like beans and corn and carrots and um, goldfish. We even do goldfish sometimes. I love that. You posted on yeah. your, was it your Insta stories? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And they, they, whenever they see that little container, they know that we're having salads. And they say, oh, yay, we get to decorate our salads. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I love that. Decorate yeah, so that's salad. their favorite dinner, and it takes about oh, five so minutes great. to get it so ready. So does your oldest 
Will he eat yeah. that too? Mm-hmm. He he does. He'll eat a lot of vegetables, but he just likes a lot of the other stuff too. But he's a growing boy. Well, yeah. Kids just, they just need more calories than we do. It's so. very true. Yeah. That's great. So if anyone wants to contact you, where they, where can they find you on social media and how can they get a hold of you? My handle on Instagram is veggie underscore Lisa. And my Facebook page is just Veggie Lisa, and I have an awesome program. It's completely free out right now. Seven days to clean eating. Anybody can join, um, and you will get seven different emails from me and videos, and you will learn about how to eat a whole foods, plant-based diet. It's awesome. I totally signed up for it. Oh, good. <laughs> and good. so it's great, though. And you give options for vegetarians. Right. And um, yeah, people that eat meat. meat yeah, people that eat that meat. So, so it's, it's for, yeah, vegans, vegetarians, dairy-free, and meat eaters. That's and, awesome. Yeah, all it's of great. the... They... It's fun to watch your videos. <laughs> I know. I look like a robot sometimes. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't <laughs> so, well, thanks for coming. Yeah, Thank you for joining for us me. on the this Today so I Am Enough podcast. Fun. Make sure that you're subscribed so you never miss when we have a new episode out. You can subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, your podcast app, or Stitcher. If you know someone that has an amazing story that you think I should share, or if you have an amazing story you'd be willing to share, feel free to email me at kara, K-A-R-A, at todayiamenough.com. I would love to know what your story is, and I would love to share it with our listeners. You can also make sure to subscribe to our newsletter if you go to todayiamenough.com. You can find all of our podcast episodes there as well as blog posts. Follow us on social media, on Instagram or Facebook at Today I Am Enough. I hope you always remember that today you are enough.